What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. Showing mad love to the cigar community. It's here in the lab where we uncover people's visions and dreams and how those dreams actually come into reality. Folks, it's all about tapping into and becoming the absolute best versions of ourselves through self-discovery, self-examination, and self-actualization. Y'all, I'm super excited about this. I, I would say this is almost a year in the making yep. since we talked to the other homie. Shout out to uh, Big Bro uh, Jameson. Yes. And, uh, you know, making the connections and everything. But, Mo, we got a, a weird show today. Oh, man. Who we got on the show? Cuff Today's guest is a native of Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, he is easily one of our favorites in the cigar community. Um, he is easily one of the most recognizable people on social media in the cigar community. Visionaries, please welcome the cigar rock star to the Vision Lab podcast. <laughs> My man. What up? Man, what I up? I can't beat that intro right there. No, Come on now. Bro, this is uh this is long overdue. Um certainly honored and humbled to 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 chop it up with you. I uh, you know, we've been looking forward to it. Just good energy from you too, yeah. bro. Um, you know, we talked real briefly about kind of being a weirdo. Um, and we're all the same age, right? And it made me think about, you know, middle school, junior high and, and high school mm-hmm. on how how challenging it was to be different back then. It's totally different 20, 25 years later, you know, on, on what we're dealing with now. But what was that like for you growing up as and using your words as a weirdo? You know, it, it took a lot, of, uh, a lot of growing pains for me. You know, at first, uh, you know, when you do things on your own, and, and uh, uh, I mentioned before, I went to all-black high school. So, uh, low economic status, people. Uh, so you can imagine your fellow students and friends. It's extra crispy up there. Man, come on, man. So when, I, when you got a walk, guy, guy walking in with uh, painted nails and, and blonde hair, like I've always been like this. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. What was it about you that wanted to be different, or why is it that you are quote unquote different? Now I wouldn't say you're different. You just got a, a really eclectic. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good word. Sense. That's a good word. Yeah, you know, I just say people ask me all the time. I'm just being me. It's just. It's just being me. I don't really care what people think. I do what I, I do what I want. It makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, I'm just being me. So it is against the grain. I do realize that it's against the grain over most. Back people. then, yeah. I don't think now. Yeah. I think I think now it's, it's just, less now. Yeah. But, it, but it's still there. Still is. Uh, you know, I'm a, I stand out amongst amongst most folks. So it's still a bit different. 
I love that you said, you know, being comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. And to, to learn that at such a young age when, you know, there's visionaries that are, that are tuning in right now um, that, that probably still struggle with that to some degree if they're in a corporate setting or they have to project themselves in, as a certain image in front of, you know, a public eye. Yeah. Like, how did you learn to be comfortable in your own skin? Well, it, you know, it took it took a long time. Um, one thing I learned, um, like you can't please everybody all the time. Mm. Like even if I was uh, regular or whatever, somebody still gonna say something, or somebody still gonna hate, or something. It's gonna be something to say all the time. So I mean, I learned that uh, I got bullied a little bit, got picked on or whatever. But you know, it got me tough skin, and I, and I just kept going with it, and just just being me. And, uh, and you can't you just can't please everybody at all. When did you know? I should say not know. Let me rephrase it. When did you take a look in the mirror one day and say, yep, I'm, this is me, and I'm rolling with this forever? Man. No, it was probably, uh, probably like 10th grade, man, really. What cemented it? And before, you, and before you answer that, did anybody influence you in regards to like, your fashion sense and kind of how you carry yourself? Uh, well, I think I influenced myself, because... Uh, <laughs> Come on now. No, no, this is this true story, true story. Like, oh, oh it's, I guess another sappy story or whatever, but it's all right. It's a true story. So I grew up pretty, uh, uh, pretty economically, you know, not, not very, not very rich at all. My mother was 19 when she had me. I was her third child. So of okay. course you can imagine how I grew up and all that. Um, so I used to just start taking my the hand me downs and making them to how I like. Yeah. And that's what the creativity started. Then I was getting hand me downs that wouldn't fit, or I didn't like how they looked. So I, I cut something in, or you know, cut the leg. Or, you were your first tailor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. And, uh, you know, I, that's, it just stuck with me the whole time. You know, and, uh, I've just always been my own person. How, how, you mentioned the word creativity. How, is, um, how else do you show your creative side, your creative genius? Uh, mostly through um, uh, fashion and style. Um, I, I think I do a pretty good job of uh, like giving back to the community as well. So last year I teamed up with somebody on, on the West Coast, Humble Wild, uh, uh, we, we did a, a, a Christmas drive. We ended up getting like five grand uh, between here and, and San Francisco. Wow. Uh, it was like five grand. And so that, I, I felt that was a, was a good need, good drive to, uh, you know, show a difference. So it's, it's always been really good. And then what was that based off? Like, how did y'all raise it? Off GP. Really? Yeah, we're just like, hey man, we got to do something Christmas, let's get back, you know, partner up. And we both talked about it. Um, and we, we linked up. Also, I, I, I'd be remiss if I don't give uh, Smoking Sarah 757 on Instagram. Smoking Sarah was actually a, a huge influence for that. Uh, right now, she has a Purple Total now, Yeah. Uh, for domestic violence. You know what I mean? So she, she, she was a huge help now. Um, but just me and Ryan just uh, linked up and thought it was a good idea. We did the thing. Before I ask my next question, Cuff, uh, allow me to say thank you and yes. congratulations again to Edwina Brown and family here in we Paris, are in Mostly. the building yeah the new location open 1604 North I-35 here in Lancaster Texas if you're anywhere here in the southern part of the Metroplex make sure you get the Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge it is beautiful too this is my, this is my first time here. oh it's awesome it's a beautiful oh, facility yeah, like, the whole place space. was great but this great is space. and it, that humidor is amazing yes absolutely it's amazing yeah, um, I like to see that she, she grew up <laughs> she said she grew up. Well, she grew a lot. I mean, the old, it was just the old place was small. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, so she, uh, I don't know, it's, 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 it's uh, stepping up. Every level that, up. That's what it is. I mean, you know don't mean nothing bad about no, it. No, no, no. AD definitely doing his thing. Yeah, for sure. So, you tenth grade, you're like, okay, cemented. This is me, right? Inevitably, now you kind of, you, now you, you're cementing who you are internally. How do you go about finding your way, right? Like you said, you know, you're one of a lot of kids. 
was the military something that was just like, all right, this is kind of like my way out, if you will, or did something happen where you're like, I gotta do that? Well, I've always been a, I've always been a loner, right? So um, uh, I didn't have any aspirations to go to college. I mean, I was a jock in high school. I really was. I was, I was the captain of the football team. I was the captain of the wrestling team. I was like all state and track, all, all, all this mess. Um, but I, didn't, I just didn't have the aspirations to go to college. My, maybe my parents never bought on me that much. I, I just didn't have any aspirations. A recruiter came to me and, and was like, hey, what do you want to do? I told him what I want to do. And, uh, it sounds good. Uh, and I chose the Marines because I thought it was the toughest. You know, I, I mastered high school. I felt like physically. I mean, all state and all that mess. You know, top three in the nation type stuff. But, uh, uh, so I wanted something that kept challenging me physically. And I wanted to travel the world. And maybe somehow uh, pay for college one day. And that's uh, so why I jumped. And I'm in awe of of your mental fortitude, fortitude, and, and not necessarily strength, but like how you develop cognitively at such a young age to be like, look, this is cool. I have all these accolades, all state. I was wrestling, did this, that, and the third. But to say that that doesn't mean much is, is being fulfilled on the inside. But who inspires you to kind of be the best version of yourself? You know, I don't know. I, I would I would have to say. Uh... I just had a good raising by my mother, man. You know, she grew up, grew me up with a lot of morals and values. I was one of those guys who went to church every Sunday and Wednesday, you know, so uh, uh, I used to go with the choir practice. I was a mama's boy big time for a while. Um, so I don't know, man, but I was sorry to give all kudos to my mom. She, she raised me good and put me on the street. If I got a few things, I became a man. So after we get into his role in the current day? Yeah, I think it's time. Um, you know, my thing is, you look at you, and, you know, you say eclectic weird. I, I think it's just great fashion sense. Like, Thank you, bro. And, Appreciate it. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a standoff between him and James. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's different. It's two, different. The two most bad yeah. dudes we know. They, 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 yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. you know, for those that don't know, Cigar Rockstar is a, is a pretty big influencer in the cigar space. Um, when did you start smoking cigars? Let's start kind of from the foundation. I had my first cigar. Um, when I found out that my uh, my, my mother's child, uh, my child's mother was having a girl, when I found out I was having a girl, so me and the fellas got together and they they, they bought me some cigars and I celebrated. And that was 15 years ago. So. And you said your mother's child? My my, my child's mother. Okay. My, my daughter's mother. Okay. Yeah. So you celebrated her having another kid? It was congratulations to having a girl. My so. the fellas brought me in. Right. I told him I, I was having a girl. I was like, congratulations. He took me out. We had some cigars. And, Fell in love with What was the first cigar you smoked? Oh, you only want to know, man. It was it was one of those that you see on the shelf at the liquor store. On it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was unbanded. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, it, that, that did it. That did it. So, now that you're this influencer in the cigar world, and we've had other influencers on our show from social media, um, Kind of talk about the the responsibility that you take on your own to project and what you're trying to project. Like, what's your message as an influencer? Man, you know what? So I, I started. Um, I just wanted to take some dope pictures and uh, look out, uh, smoke some cigars, and then I got into looking out for uh, the black community because I'm, I'm a big fan of boutique sticks, uh, smoking whatnot. Shout out to the good guys, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I and I thought it would be a good way to. Uh, uh, Especially since you know the whole George Floyd thing happened, uh, and so I thought it'd be a good way to recognize uh, different cigar brands that didn't, that didn't have a way. Didn't have a way, didn't have a way. No. Everybody knows about Cohiba and 
Oh, hopefully ain't name dropping too much, you know what I mean? No, nah, you good. Everybody know about all the, the big Padermos and Kavivas and Davidoffs and all that. But it, I mean, there's a lot of great six out there. This is one of them that a lot of people don't know about. So uh, I wanted to start taking pictures and doing all that and uh, uh, help promote the little guys. And also, a little, little confidence boost in me. And you sometimes, don't seem like sometimes one of lacks confidence. Cool on it, so. <laughs> you yeah. don't seem like you lack confidence, though. So. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. It's, it's a feeling for me. It's, it's, when I, it's, it's a feeling. You can count that confidence if you want to. If I'm wearing something, I don't feel good about it. I'll take it off. I'm doing something, I don't feel good about it. I'll stop it. So it's about energy. Yep. And the vibe. Exactly. Exactly. And that's kind of what you look for when you started, you know, taking pictures with cigars, etc. Um what energy vibe do you get from some of these boutique cigars or cigar brands I should say well it depends if I know them personally that makes it stick even better does that right. make sense yeah for sure yeah so if I, if I know them personally um, or, or you know I have Whiskey Wednesday show um, I meet them and I smoke the cigar or I meet them out at a trade show or in Vegas or whatever and, uh, uh, and, and I, I smoke it it makes it that much better so that's the energy is, is well, when it's rolled and, and you meet the person and their idea behind it and why they rolled it and what's in it. And it, it, it definitely, definitely brings the vibe in this moment. For sure. When did you know that you actually carried some weight? Because a, a lot of people say, hey, I'm an influencer, right? But then when it comes down to it, they don't. I still don't know if I do. But you I, do. <laughs> you do. I still don't know if I do. Um, it, it does feel good, though, whenever you're out, you know, you're in a whole new city. Um, and somebody be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, maybe you can cut line purposes or something like that, or you know, some, some free drinks or whatever. Maybe it does feel good, but I still don't, you know, still don't think I'm a, still don't think I'm a. So. I love your humility for sure. Um, <laughs> Playing it, play it so cool. It does. I mean, you, I'm being, you just I'm being a hundred. Cool. Though. I'm being a hundred. Yeah. So um, let's I'm talk about. I'm a family about, man, bro. I'm a family man. Okay. I can't do too much. All right. <laughs> as as are we. Come on, man. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about energy. Hey, y'all are super humble. What are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, man, we, we just try to get people like you on the show to help influence others to, to have that confidence in themselves, um, to not be so afraid of being yourself, your, your true self at all times. And so yeah. Yeah. that's why we had to have you on the show, brother. I mean, I, like I said, I think what you're doing in the space is incredible. Um, from traveling, I don't know if you travel all over the world, but definitely travel all over the States. Yep. Um, sure. As you're traveling, are you, you know, you partner with Jonas, yep. right? Are y'all looking for events that, that fit your energy levels, or do you just take everything that kind of comes your way? Well, usually, uh, I will say, I do travel quite a bit. Um, it's usually, uh, people don't think it is, but it's usually business travel. I'm traveling for a purpose. If it's, if it's to go to a cigar event, it's to network there, and, and to maybe, you know, get some more cigar vendors in my pocket or whatever it may be. Um, it's usually traveling for work purposes. It doesn't seem like it, but that's what it literally is. When I go somewhere and network or if I'm invited, um, you know, sometimes I, I do get you know, flown out of it, maybe. Uh, it's, it's usually, man, it's just a, it's all about the leap, man. You know, meeting people, networking, chopping it up. No matter what, you just, it's all about the leap. We, we can have differences all day, but the thing we got in common is just leap. And we can, we can agree to disagree, and that's okay. You know what I mean? It's, we're all out here having conversation, having some smoke. You're talking about the leaf, and that's obviously why how we all got connected. Um, how has that opened doors for you in your personal life, or you know, social media life, or professional life? Oh man, tremendously, I, I, tremendously. I've met, I've never met. There's so many awesome people in this garbage. So many. Um, 
Like, I've smoked with movie stars. I smoke with, with athletes. Uh, I smoke with some guy walking in off the street, you know, he used to want to sit down after work and then have a smoke before he go home. Doctors, but like all of them. So it, it, it's definitely um, opened the doors tremendously for me. But it, it's all about how you use it. You know I mean? it's, it's, uh, the guy that was coming off the street and spoke and just be to himself, that's what he's doing. Um, and something that I will say people are seem to be drawn to me a lot of the time. So that, that helps when I'm smoking a cigar and start some conversation and it goes from there. So the first time I met him, I don't know if you remember, the first time I met you, you're with our good buddy Ryan Rayford. Mm. The first time I met yep. you. Yep. And so yep. shout out to Ryan Rayford, obviously, Drew State. State. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. But I remember the first time I met him and I made a note and I thought at some point he's gonna be on the show. Because He's very humble, and you know he's playing a soft-spoken thing. We we know he knows he he can have a good time with the best of them, right? Sure. sure. I say all that to say, you're in this space now. You're influencer. You carry some weight, right? When you're working with people, brand, uh, brands, you know, cigar companies of like, right? What are the things that you look for? Uh, I like good people. Like if you're a good person, uh, positive attitude. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, I look for personality. Like, money doesn't talk to me uh, very much. Yeah, it's nice, but I, I look for a connection, I look for vibe, I look for personality. Straight, straight up. That's just what it is. Are you at liberty to kind of disclose some of the companies and brands that you work with now? Um, uh, of course, I, uh, I am a Steve Madden ambassador. <laughs> um, I rock a lot of Steve Maddens all day. Okay. Uh, uh, of course, I'm on you the gotta, um, You got you to show, yeah, you show them all. Oh, I mean, nah, <laughs> Don't take a shoe off. You know, he's ain't nothing, man. He's ain't nothing. That boy's steady flossing. No, no. Of course, me and Jameson, uh, along with another another partner of ours, we have a tastemaker's experience. We do cigar events all over the U.S. Um, uh, there, there's a couple more that's coming up. and Nothing's been signed yet, but there, there's a couple more definitely that I, I, I talk to on a regular basis. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that because last year it just seemed like you know, obviously, being in the pandemic and, and COVID and whatnot, a little different from before. But it seemed like all these cigar weeks started popping off. Yes. And uh, I know that you guys were very influential on a couple of different cigar weeks. You know, everywhere at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about some of the ones that you guys uh, kicked off and, and what that whole experience not only is like for you, but like what it's like to actually get that off the ground. You know, it, it is way more work than it seems. I'm sure. Way more. Like, people, you know, they'll buy a ticket, they'll come to an event or a show or whatever, and enjoy themselves, have a good time. They don't know all the work it took, uh, months and months, people dropping out, people coming. It, it, it's a lot, a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But it's great to see when it's finished. Like, you see people, you see people having a good time. You hear people talking about it. They're, they're reposting, they're retweeting. They're, you know, they can't wait. They're already asking about next year for certain things. Like, the same... The next day, they're asking about next year's dates and stuff like that. So it, it's definitely worth it. Um, it meet a, a ton of people. Um, and of course, if you do well, other sponsors see you doing well, they might want to tag along. Uh, more opportunity for you to grow. Um, it's, it's, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I, um, I know there's certain weeks that don't get along. Um, I will, I will <laughs> we say. We won't speak on that. <laughs> I will say. Our, our, hey, all our names are Paul, and that's between y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, I. I Ain't nothing wrong. Just 
we're coming together and having a cigar, man. Yeah. I don't really understand it most of the time. You know? And what what were some of the ones that you guys helped get off the ground? Oh, of course. Um, uh, New York Cigar Fest uh, was year number three now for New York Cigar Fest. It was actually a month-long celebration. Wow. There was one weekend where it was at the, like the, the major weekend, but it was month-long. Uh, Bacardi was there. Uh, uh, Balconi's Bal, uh, Bal, was there. I'm sorry, not Balconi, Balvini. Um, LFD, of course. Shout out to LFD. They're... they're LFD, John Carney, he's, he's, great. he's a great dude. He's a great Love dude. LFD, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's a great dude. Um, Masato Tequila, my man Rob Lau, he's, he's traveling cigars. Uh, he, he's uh, he's actually, um, it is, so Masato Tequila is actually a black-owned tequila out of Houston. Okay. And a percentage of their sales goes to donate to the Boys and Girls Club. Nice. So, of course, I, I ride with them all day. All day. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm sure it'll come back up. So you got New York uh, Cigar Fest. Yep. And then did y'all do Atlanta? Uh, so Jameson was part of Atlanta last year. I think this year uh, they had creative differences, so he, he kind of did his own thing. Um, there, there's going to be uh, in the future. Hopefully, we'll do a little something in Dallas for a weekend. Um, uh, I think right now he, he's at he's at Denver. He's at All Star Weekend. Um, Tastemakers has also done a Super Bowl last year in Tampa. Before yeah. that, it was in Miami. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, LA is on the ballot this year, so it'll be in LA. Gotta hit LA. Oh man, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've been in LA this weekend actually doing some work, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. He, he's mentioning all these companies, brands, people he's partnered up with. I'll be remiss if I didn't say thank you to the good folks at Class A Vodka. Crystal, Tim, thank you guys for all your support. Thank you for your product, visionaries. Um, get your hands on a bottle of Class A Vodka. Um, we stand on it for a reason. The slogan is Class in Every Glass. Uh, the Instagram handle is at Class A Vodka. That's Class A with a K. We promise it will change your palate forever. For sure. Get your hands on a bottle of Class yeah. A Vodka. Yeah. So you, you, you got um, social media. You do uh, cigar weeks or fest or events. Mm-hmm. Within the social media realm, I mean, a lot has happened. Right, yes. um, it's it's just exploded over the last four, five, six years. Yep. How has that impacted you? Oh, big time! Like it, like like I can't be in Miami right now, but somebody in Miami is probably looking at my page right now. I can't I can't be in London. Somebody in London is liking myself right now, and, and of course it brings another. Like when I post repost this, somebody all over the world, all you know, all my followers going to repost. Someone going to repost. It's going to get exponential growth um, all over the world, not just the US, all over the world. So it's it's definitely beneficial. Uh, I'm, I'm a. All I have is Instagram, one thing, but I'm I'm, I'm a huge social media fan um, for that aspect. I, I usually do it for advertising type thing. Um, but uh, like like I said, you, you can't be in London and Miami right now, but somebody right now can be watching yourself. Right. You know, so it's definitely a game changer when it comes to. Uh, being, being, being how much is how much has social media changed since you really dove deep into it? It's got more a lot more complicated, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, people take it too serious, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't take none of it personal. Um, matter of fact, I'm probably the block king, actually. So. Ah, quick to hit the stiff arm. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's that quick. I think people take it too personal. They think it's, they take it too right, too real. Um, I think a lot of people are taking it as, like, a psychologist. Uh, like, they're on the couch venting and stuff. I don't, I, don't, I don't look at it that way. Um, but it, but it's, at, at the same time, I'm saying these negative things, but I, I think social media is, is a great platform. Everybody to go, everybody to, to network, everybody to get their word out for, to get support. I think it's a great platform. And you, can, and you can definitely make some money. Yeah, for sure. So, everyone's got a business hand, right? Yeah. Entrepreneur, influencer, 
everything. When we say the word vision, what comes to your mind? I thought then was the time to ask it. Yeah. Um, like future projections. Like, what do you see yourself in five years? Like, like, my vision is my vision. That's the thing. Like, my vision may not be palatable for, for most people, but it's my vision, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use my vision to make other people happy, or, or, or also you know, to, to make some way for me. You know? So, it's, vision is uh, uh, that's a tough word. When you say it's not palatable, is it not palatable because it's so big and it's scary, or is it because it's not palatable because you're gonna do something that people just don't expect of you? I think that's what it is. Like most, I won't say most, but some people um, they want things during a certain way. I'm, I'm definitely against the grain on doing things a little bit different. So when I say not palatable, I mean it's like a cigar. A cigar may not be palatable to some people, but I love it. You know, I love it. It's it, it all the perceptions. It's all you know, subjective is the word. It's all what you say, how you feel. How do you see yourself leveraging social media and you being an influencer? How do you see that um, evolving over the next couple of years? Oh, I think it's, I think, um, uh, so I think you guys mentioned um, I'm pretty likable on social media type thing. I, I'm still nowhere near, uh, um, I, I think I'm going to, it's going to leverage me to, um, uh, of course, get more followers, get more sponsors, get more dollars, uh, and of course, uh, make other people look at it. You know, I'm, I'm all about advertising. So social media is is less about me and more about me. I do about me sometimes when I want to make a smile or make somebody smile or advertising for somebody. Or if I'm liking my outfit one day, I might post a picture type thing. But uh, I, I honestly mainly do it for other people. Where are you at with TikTok? Because like I said, we're all kind of that same age and obviously TikTok is just You speak for yourself. Y'all old. Y'all old. <laughs> why is it? How you want to put it? But why? How, like, like, are you leveraging TikTok? I do not use TikTok. I'm actually, uh, I'm not a, a big fan of TikTok. Um, only because it's ran by China. Okay. And that's the only reason. Like and that you, comes from the military. You, yeah, yeah. Um, when Congress has, has a special session over if they're going to ban TikTok, if there's that many doubts about it, um, I think there's a problem. And, and of course, like I said, it's run by China. So when you download an app, you give them permission to go through your whole phone. And can you access your pictures? Can you access your microphone? Can you access all that? You say yes to it. So right now, I, I just believe this is me. <laughs> no Illuminati, no, no uh, Illuminati, no nothing. But I just think uh, I sh- I'm just against TikTok because it's ran by, by China. So, um... Last week, the world shut down when Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, yeah. which are all on the Facebook, yeah. um, when it went down for a couple of hours. What were you thinking when it first happened? Uh, well, first, I thought it was my phone. <laughs> I did too. So, why is this not working? Like, so, I actually restarted my phone, you know what I mean? I, had a, I thought I needed an update or something. Then I tried again. Then I, I asked somebody else, like, hey, can you get on Instagram? And they said they couldn't. Um, but it's not a big deal. Like it's not a big deal to me. I, times like that, it's a sign to me. Yeah, I'm gonna go and spend more time with my kids. I'm gonna go out there and make some more content to put on whenever it do be like that. Like it's not wasted time. It's a good time for you know for people to step back. You know, it's, it's, some people need to unplug. Yeah. So that was a gift for. That probably was a gift for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they, they need to unplug and, and uh, make some more content. 
go, go read a book, go, go play with your kids or something. Like have a conversation with somebody. I know, off, off of Instagram. Yeah. You know, stop scrolling. Uh, actually look up what you're looking up on Instagram so you can see if you're fact checking. You know, stuff like that. It's, it's a, I, I think it's a blessing. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily bad. We can't help it. If we were to only give you one accessory, yeah. what accessory do you have to have? Oh, God. That's a good one. And you can't count hats because we know you're the one of the hat kings. <laughs> Um, uh, you say essentially, I, I'll say, uh, I'll say like bracelets. Now, how does that quantify? Is it one bracelet or can you have four on I mean, one? Do you got a couple favorites or I know you got a drawer full of them? Oh, I got too many. I got too many. Uh, give me, give me two bracelets. See, when I don't wear accessories, I feel naked, man. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> like something's missing. Right. I can have the worst outfit on the own, but if I'm rocking the right accessories, man, everything looks good. You know, it's, it's uh, I, I'd say a couple places. I don't need a phone. I don't really care about the phone. It's, I mean, if it's there, I'm going to use it. Um, but it's, it's nothing for me to turn my phone off for a couple of days. Yeah. Like, nothing for me. So, you're talking accessories, and that, that accents the whole thing. Yeah. Give us some fashion tips. You know, how can we step our game up on that level? See that? You know why I don't like when people ask me that? Because you do what makes you feel good. And if you want some, some modern tips, something that maybe be different, I can give you that. But do what makes you feel good. Well, give us some modern maybe, tips. Maybe it's confidence. Rock what you rock with confidence. You know, nobody going to be able to tell you nothing. You're going to feel like you look like a million bucks. You're going to smell like a million bucks. Gonna be, everything going to be great. Yeah. I think what the, the Dion said, look yeah. good. Look good, uh, look good, good feel good, feel, feel good, play good. Play good, play good, play good they pay good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe that 100 percent, man. I believe it 100 percent. When you when you feeling when you get out of bed, you put something on, you feeling good. That changed your whole mood. Yeah, change your whole mood, change your mentality. You might you might you know you want to go to around the way you talk about girl. It might give you confidence to talk to a girl you've been wanting to talk to for years. Or it might be uh, give you that confidence, wearing that power suit to go in the office one day and be like, oh, you know, what? I'm half of that promotion today. So it's, it's all about how you feel when you put it on. When people go into business with you, they obviously know what they're getting, right? But have you ever had a meeting where you like, okay, hey, let's go meet such and such. And when you walk in, do you feel like people say, whoa, like this is the real deal? Like what's what's been like one of the interesting reactions you've got when you've actually had to walk into the room and deal with people? All the time. All the time. I, I feel like, um, oh, no, I'm not sounding too cocky. No, no, no. And no right or wrong answer. Just All like, the time. The truth. Like, I, I feel like, um, and it's, I think it's an energy thing for me. Um, I feel like when I walk in a room, um, I'm giving off such positive energy, all these good vibes to everybody. Um, and usually, I bring life to them. That, that's usually, that's what I feel. And then you, you can see it when I walk in, people, everybody look at me. You know, they, they say something with their eyes. Um, but I, I feel like, um, usually when I meet a group of a board of trustees together, I feel like people are intimidated by me until I start articulating. That's what I feel. Now, are you rocking it like this in yeah. the meeting? Yeah, all day. Uh, well, professionally, I take my pierces out professionally. Okay. But other than that, um, this is me. This is me all day. How long does it take you to put your jewelry, earrings, all the accessories like most of How long does that take you to put on? I don't think it takes long. It's uh, When I know I'm rocking gold, I just go in my gold drawer and put some gold. You know what I, mean? I, I, think, I feel like it takes longer to take off. <laughs> yeah. When you ready to get it off, it's like, ugh. Well, it's, a it's a workout. It's a workout. Just getting dressed. I just want to end the day. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I don't, 
I don't take long. I usually think about what I'm going to wear like in the shower or something. And I piece it together. There we go. Do you, uh, do you have a fashion icon or, or someone that you look at and like, okay, I like how they constantly are doing their thing? You know, my, I think one of my favorite people uh, is Cam Newton. I can, I can see, see it. it. <laughs> I can see that. Of course, um, you know, the rock star name, I like Lenny Kravitz, I like the way he dresses. Um, I like the way uh, a couple of rap, rapper guys in Atlanta dress. Um, but it's usually uh, Cam Newton, I'd say, is my. I'd probably go to my way to look at his post and see what he's got. And what is it that you're looking for? Just the swag, the, the fit? Uh, it's, mainly hats for him. Okay. Um, and, and how he. Of course, he wears slimmer fit stuff. You know, he's a tall guy. And he's gigantic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I met I met Cam um, in Miami a couple years ago when Miami, when Tastemaker Experience did uh, a Super Bowl event in Miami. When the Super Bowl in Miami. He was a, he was a, a, a special guest there. And he came in and I had a walk with VIP and all that. We talked a little bit. But he he is a tall dude. Oh, everybody, every person I've ever met that has met him in person, like, when you think about it, that dude's a quarterback, they're like, that's ungodly yeah. to be that big to be a quarterback. Like he's 7'15 or something. Yeah, like, it's like, wait a minute, like, this dude's a quarterback. He's a, he looks like a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a tall dude. So, yeah, but definitely, uh, definitely Camden is in my favorite, for sure. Well, Pete, is it that time? Oh, yes, but before we do that, before we do that, let me say thank you to the good folks at Dallas Sleep LLC. The entire army, right? There's too many to name. The website, folks, is DallasLeafLLC.com. The Instagram handle is at DallasLeafLLC. Um, cigars, charity events, entertainment, whatever it might be, give it to folks at Dallas Leaf LLC. We promise you won't be disappointed. Um, thank you guys folks. for all your support. What's that? They're good folks, too. Absolutely. Yeah, they're good folks. Absolutely. They've been with us from the jump. Yeah. So it is time to land the plane, and it is uh, brought to you by the good folks at Grand Brulo Cognac. Thank you to Jameson, Francisco, the Lovers team, everybody's involved in this partnership. Thank you guys so much. Allow me to pour myself a little bit more. Excuse my voice. And have you, I've been had, on the phone all you day. You were with us when we did yeah. Jameson's interview, so you've had yeah. this before. Yeah, of course. I've had, I've had, it, I've had, I've had it quite often. I love that you're not a stranger to it. Not at all. So, where's yours at? Yes, sir. There it is. Boom. All right, so earlier we kind of talked about this. Yeah in terms of, uh, you know, vision. And I'd like to know, where do you see yourself five years from now? Can you give that movement up? Uh, you know what? What's the long-term vision for Rockstar? That's a good question, man. So so I'm thinking as a, as a dad point of view, I'll get my kids through college, through high school, uh, through high school and college. My, my, my world might change up a little bit. Right now, I'm focusing on you know getting them, making them successful young men and women. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm very much a family man, so I don't do as nearly as much as I can do because I, you know, I am a single father type thing. Uh, so so that that means a lot to me. So in five years, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll have a, a pretty good um, uh, annual event every year with cigars. Um, hopefully, I'll have a, like a foundation to give back. I'm I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Boys and Girls Club. I grew up going to Boys Club Club. I, I, I donate anonymously all the time. Uh, so uh, uh, the answer is if the kids are gone, I get to spread my wings a little bit. Um, if 
not how to reevaluate some things and take care of them. It's coming soon, brother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's coming soon. For sure. So, one of the questions we ask everybody on the show it's you, there's a round table, it's five other seats at that table. You get to have anybody else at your table. The only stipulation is you can't have whatever religious deity you believe in. Outside of that, dead or alive, what do you want your table? Obama, for sure, number one. Okay. Deion Sanders. Why? Because he, uh, he... What's Deion? This Deion today? Or, yeah, or prime time. This Deion today. Okay. He, he, he is so eloquent the way he, he, he talks about all the problems that you know, black people deal with. That's why he became the coach at uh, Jackson State. He wants to help young men and women. He wants to help young men become, become men. Um, he, he, he gives back to the community. He knows how to, what it means to grow up in poverty. I mean, then make it, make millions, and blow that, and then, you know, Hall of Fame and all that. Um, but he, everything he says, I just connect to. Like, like, I, I grew up similar to him. Um, he, he knows he, his word. He, he, he talks from experience. He talks real. He gives it to you straight. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. So like we got it. Obama and Prime, uh, Obama and Dion, Coach Sanders. Mm-hmm. Coach Prime. Coach Prime. Get it right. Get it right. Coach Prime. Um, uh, this might be a different one, but uh, Oprah. We got Oprah on the show. I like I like Oprah. Uh, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll put it out there. Put that good energy out there. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Man. We got two more seats left. Uh, got two from Chicago, one from Florida. Hmm. Every day. Probably my um my old boss. Interesting. Yeah, he he uh he kind of took me under his wing, man. Like so, he getting all sad and shit, man. But you know, yeah. I grew up without a father, period. And he, I felt like he was the first one to to uh, I don't know talk to me man to man, teach me certain things. Um, whether it's about buying a house or, or changing oil in a car or political or, or how to treat a woman. He gave me so much life game and life advice, and he never, he never, uh, you know, just, just if I made a decision that was messed up, he never like got mad at it or disciplined, or he, he taught me about right or wrong, or maybe what it could be. He taught you place of reason. Yeah, for sure. And and most people nowadays they'll yell and kick and scream at you for doing something. Well, look, what I do wrong? Te- teach me. I didn't know teach me. And he was the one. He was the one who definitely did it. Um, so so shout out shout out to Shannon Johnson. Man. Shout out to Shannon Johnson. He, he's a great dude. Um, one more. Ugh. Dead or alive? You know what? The, see, the, the, the nerd in me would say uh, Albert Einstein. That's a good one. I heard him one time. Right? So I'm a, yeah, I'm a, he's like the second person to Einstein. I'm a scientist by trade, man. You know, so I'm definitely a, a science guy. He, he's definitely a genius. So I'm with that all. All right, so I would be remiss, and that's a hell of a lineup, by the way. I'd be remiss if we didn't give you the opportunity to drop your social media, specifically your Instagram. Anyone that's not following you that wants the opportunity, how can they get a hold of Rockstar? Well, since you're uh, opening the table there, so yeah. <laughs> I usually don't care about stuff like that, you know. But uh, of course, I'm you know Cigar Rockstar on Instagram. I'm part of the uh, uh, Tastemaker Experience, TastemakerExperience.com, Tastemaker Experience on Instagram as well. Uh, we do events all over the country. 
CigarRossar.com coming soon. Uh-oh. I just I just trademarked it, so uh, come on now. We gonna we gonna see what that do. Yeah. So that's all it is. You might you might see me in your, in your a town near you pretty soon smoking a cigar. There it is. <laughs> Make sure y'all holler at him too. All right. Um, as we land the plane, I ask this question to every single guest on the on the episode. Um, in case you didn't know, we have a magical time machine here in the lab. Okay. What advice? Would Cigar Rockstar be telling himself from five years ago? Oh, God. Five years ago. Mm. That's a good one. It gets better. Five years ago. See, five years ago, I was homeless. So <laughs> Were you really? About five and a half years ago, yeah. How did that happen? So, all right, so I'd say about five and a half years ago. So December, uh, what, 2016? Yep, December 2016, I graduated from college. Um, and I met this young lady, and I, and I moved in with her. The, the, the country I was living in, it was very hard to find a job. Very hard to find a job. So I left everything in from the States to be with her, me and the kids. And uh, it didn't work out, so I had to come back here. And I had no place to stay when I came back. You couldn't go back up to Connecticut? I don't, I don't have any family in Connecticut. Um, I, don't, I, I didn't always get along with my mom. I asked my mom if I could stay with her. She said no. <laughs> so uh, I came back here. I had a little bit of cash. So I bought a car real quick. Because, um, I mean, you need a car. You can always sleep in your car and drive to work. And you have your kids. Yep, yep. So I had my kids for a few days, and I knew my situation was bad, so I let them stay. Their mother lives in Missouri. Um, so I see my kids stay with their mother. I have So I have legal custody of my kids. Like I have them since they were two and three years old. Um, so they stayed with her for a couple months until I, uh, I could find a job, get back on my feet, and so I get a couple paychecks. Um, but yeah, I was uh, I was in my car for a little bit until I. Uh, okay, so you were out of country, moved back home. Yep. I, I got to do what I got to do with kids. Yep. You go, mom, for a bit. Yep. Um. How did you dig yourself out? Like, help our visionaries understand that that, that is a. We already know it's not easy. Yeah. But what we we often say that this is the blueprint. Mm-hmm. So for anyone out there that may be struggling, that you just happen to catch this video, first of all, you're here for a reason, right? Um, give them the blueprint. So so I would like to say this. So if if I can for a second. So I am a black man in America. I know what it is to struggle. I mean, I mean, I mentioned before, my mother was 19 when she had me. I was her third child. So I struggled my whole life, like my whole life. Um, you just, man, just stay with it. Man. Like, your time is gonna come. Just stay with it. Like just keep trying. When somebody tells you no, go to the next. Like like the job I have now, I applied to fifty jobs, like fifty six jobs. I applied to fifty six jobs, and, and three of them said yeah. I mean, I happened to move to Texas, but uh, man, just 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 stay with it. You, you're gonna be down. You're gonna be out. Um, you're gonna think about going back to the streets type thing. Um, but man, just, just your time. Just stay with it. Pray a little bit. Pray up a little bit. And, 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 Meet the right people. Keep your head up. Uh, stay professional. Just, just keep, keep grinding. I know it sounds cliche. Yeah, it's the mean, truth. That, that, that's what it is, man. It's come on, come on. Like, like, let's, let's put it in y'all hands. If y'all would have did y'all first podcast, and had two viewers, would you have stopped? No, yeah. exactly. Because you know something's better just on the other side. Keep, keep grinding. Just keep, keep going. Keep grinding. Just keep, just keep going. I mean, that's all I can really. That's what I did. You know, it worked for me. Um, little, little bit of chance, a little, little bit of opportunity. Um, and, it, now I'm here, man. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. That's just what it is. I just kept going. Just kept going. 
and, I, and we hear that message all the time. It, it certainly rings true. And, uh, and I it's hate not those. a secret formula. It's darkest before the dawn. Oh man, I hate, I hate, I hate that it sounds so cliche, but that that's literally if everybody's saying. It. I mean, it's, it's that's what, like I do. How'd you keep your spirits up? I don't know, man. I mean, you got two babies. I, I don't know. Three, four years yeah. old. Or whatever. So they definitely saved my life. They they definitely saved my life. Like like if it wasn't for them. I, I probably would have gave up a long time ago. I, mean, I know I had to provide for them. Like I said, I had a custody. Like they were living with me, so I had to have a better life for them. And I didn't want them. To, I, didn't, I didn't want them to live a life that I had. I wanted to provide a little bit more for them. And uh, uh, so my goal was to, you know, get them through college. You know what I mean? So it was. It was, it was How so, difficult? Because you've had them since they were two or three. Two and three years old. Yep. My How? son was two. My daughter's three. Now they're uh, fourteen and fifteen. How how hard was that? Oh, I got up up kids too, but too little, too little. Right, right. Yeah. How hard was that um, for you to? I don't want to say give them up, but let them, you know, stay with their mom while you go figure things out. Um, it it, it was hard, but I just knew it needed to be done. I can't have my kids sleeping in the car, bro. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta, you know, got sometimes you gotta take two steps back. To, to, to you know, take one step forward, or you know, sprint to the finish line, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it, it just had to be done. It had to be done. And you know, she was understanding at the time, and you know, she she missed her kids. I have them all the time, so you know, it, it worked out. Well, that's incredible, man. I, I, I commend you. Like, I didn't know that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like I, I said, I, I bro, think... I've been through a lot, bro. Yeah, I've been through. I, I try to mentor a lot of young men because um, I got I've been there. Like I've been there. Like there's nothing you can. There's not many, very many situations you can tell me that I haven't been. To. That's not very many. We like, I, like I do um, career days at school all the time. Yeah. Well, before pandemic, of course, all the time. Because I, I, you know, I, I was I'm a black man in America that was at the door, at the at the bottom. So you know, what would you tell yourself five years ago? Just stay with it. Stay with it. And I, and I, but that's what I did. So I've always told myself, uh, uh, your time will come. Don't give up. I'm a, I'm a, I believe in karma. All I, all I feel like I do is good for everybody. Um, so, uh, just stay with it. Just keep the bad. Stay with it. Sound sage advice, if I could use your word. Uh, now, we're going to fast forward the clock. We'll make you five years older. Mm. Okay? So, kids should be in college or out of the house yep. or right about to be. Yeah. Um, what advice are you, is the older version a cigar rock star. What advice is he telling you today? Uh, probably, uh, you know, probably financial advice, as in investing type things. Uh, that, that's probably my, my weekly uh, stock market investing, my growing uh, legacy money. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, he might tell you to check out the Vision Lab podcast behind the dollar. Uh, where okay. once a month right. we, we drop some financial literacy from all different aspects um, but you know before the shameless plug in all seriousness you guys have you guys have guests when you get financial joint yeah, yeah absolutely I got I might have a couple plugs yeah we'll, we'll get that hooked up for sure for sure uh, definitely got a couple plugs before we conclude today's episode I just want to say thank you so much for picking up the phone I mean you're, you're true uh, as you say I mean you just got great energy. I always enjoyed chopping it up with you. Thanks. So. Um, Likewise. Very happy to have you on the show. Uh, remember, visionaries, if you like the content that you've heard today in the video, make sure you give it a thumbs up, like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. Each one of our guests, no matter who they are, dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the Trail of Life.
at the end of the day, guys, it's up to you to pick them up. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. Thank you again to our guest, Gar Rockstar. Yes, we will see you guys next week on another great episode of the Vision Lab Podcast. Blessings. Blessings.